Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage, we'll still tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, I can't believe we brought it back. But give us just a minute, and we'll give you season two of the podcast. The Minute Podcast. Great, thanks for joining us for another episode. As you probably know by now, The Minute Podcast is a weekly conversation between John and myself where we review a listener-submitted minute of content from a TV show, movie, or something else on the internet. John, what are we looking at today? Today we're discussing a minute starting at 18 seconds in a clip from The Poseidon Adventure, uh, the 1972 film. And this is submitted by Ariel. All right, thanks very much, Ariel. And this episode is brought to you guy... Fuck. Hmm. <laughs> wow. That, yeah. I didn't, that didn't know they well. made anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ariel. And this episode is brought to you by Goybird Furniture, the latest and most convenient way to buy furniture online with no hassle and no risk to you. Are you tired of sofas that don't work on the Sabbath? Tired of standing all Saturday long? Well, look no further than Goybird, where all of our furniture works seven days a week. So visit goybird.com slash minute for a 10% discount today on your first order. Warning, some furniture is Catholic and can't be used on Sundays. <laughs> All right. Um, so what's our level of familiarity with the Poseidon adventure, Paul? How about you? Uh, pretty much zero. I don't think I recognize the film at all. I recognize some of the actors, but couldn't put names to them. What about you? Uh, so I know what this is. Uh, I've heard of this film before. Mm -hmm. uh, I've never seen it. Uh, I haven't seen the remake of it, which I'm pretty sure came out in like the 2000s or something. Um but uh, yeah, no, I'm pr pretty, pretty don't, I don't know what's happening other than, <laughs> other than ship sink. Well, Bad. it looks like a lot of the characters don't know what's happening either. So we're in good company. We are. All right, Paul. So we, let's do, I think we should do a script read because there's a lot going on in the scene. And I think the audience, there is, know. before we do the script read, let me do a quick intro to the scene though, okay. for the listener at home. We open onto what appears to be a portion of a ship flooding and we can see that it's upside down and there's an awful lot of screaming some people get pulled up the like uh, upside down top of a staircase with some sort of rope and then they start walking down a corridor while they're arguing about whether or not they're gonna die so paul i do have to say i had mm -hmm. no clue everything was supposed to be upside down Ah, <laughs> uh, shucks i've given uh, it away yeah, uh, I was really confused on why they needed the hose to get up the stairs, other than maybe like it was supposed to be moving back and forth a lot more or something like that. Anyway, we're get, we're getting into the weeds here. We need to do a script read. We have to. I think we do. Yeah. We have uh, very many characters. John, do you want to play yeah. the butler, sailor, and logo, or everyone else? Uh, I uh, Yeah, sure. I'll play the butler, sailor, and logo. All right, then I will be Mrs. Rogel, the other sailor, the dazed woman, kid, and the older lady. All right. Jeez, okay. Okay, we got to get into this. Just yep. imagine water everywhere. Oh, I'm damp and I don't like it. I dislike the damp as well. <laughs> Come on, get in the goddamn brace. Not everybody can be as composed as you, Miss Rogel. Come on up here. Come on, up get here. up here. Hurry, hurry. Get the hose down here. Grab it. Come on. Come on. Pull. Pull. All right. All right. Logo. Yeah? Bring him down this way. All right, everyone. Down this way. Come on, baby. Oh, this is a bunch of crap. We're sinking and nothing's going to keep us from drowning. 
keep moving. He's right, Miss Rogel. There are air pockets all over this ship. Air pockets? Yes, just because the deck's flooded uh, doesn't mean this one will. Uh, how, how long will we stay afloat? Long enough. The Andrea Dora stayed afloat for ten hours before she sank. <laughs> you see now, honey? Now everything's gonna be alright. We got long time to go. Come on, keep moving, keep moving. This duct leads to a vertical air shaft. Through that little hole? <laughs> scene. I think we did pretty alright with that, Paul. I think that was good. It it was pretty accurate. Yeah, it, it was. It they were just as confused as we were. Uh, so I think I think we were able to, you know, really show our act, acting chops there. You know, I think so. We've got a career in voice work. Yes, John. I thought it was. Um, it took me two watches through to realize everything was upside down. But you can see that they're trying to go up a smooth ramp. In, yeah, at like the the upside down of a staircase, and so, there yeah. is some upside down signage on the wall. So I didn't see it the yeah. first time, but yep. we are on a sinking ship. I do see that now. Yep. Uh, okay. I, remember, I did the script, Paul. I've seen this scene like five <laughs> times. <laughs> uh, so yeah, everything is upside down. Uh, yep. The detritus that we see in the water is all pots and uh, spring onions. So, mm -hmm. so I assume that the pot and spring onion storage area has been flooded. And that does feed into my theory for what's happening a little bit. But w so w we open on about half of the characters being at the top of this upside down staircase mm -hmm. and the other half are at the bottom and they're dragging them up it. What are they using to drag them up, John? I think it's a hose, right? It looks like a hose. Um, their technique's interesting though. Yeah. They sort of just like rope the hose around people's necks, basically. Always, always the neck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean like I could see under the shoulder blades that feels like a place to put it. Yep. However, I, I think, think wouldn't it be like a like the mid back wouldn't that be the more appropriate place mid back like, would work is if it's around your neck you're basically being pulled straight forward then yeah and like you're gonna fall forward yeah you, Does it, also, even... it would require your like stomach muscles not to crumple right like yeah do you think they really needed the hose to be able to get up this ramp john uh so when I thought it was just a normal staircase no I was actually confused <laughs> by the hose <laughs> um but seeing that it's the backside of the ramp i i mean i guess like there is the screaming woman who might need it and it does seem to be yeah. at a slightly higher angle than normal stairs would be like like because the ship is tilted obviously it um, does but there's there's also a lot of handholds they can like reach the railing yeah. the upside down of the railing i i don't know i feel like they could have made it a little more dramatic or yeah. steeper or something i could definitely see miss rogel definitely just like climbing up this thing like a well she's a She's a tough dame. Yeah, she is. Mrs. Rogel, uh, she is tough. Uh, tough although, dame. does she seem like she's as composed as the butler seems to think she is? I don't think so. She's only composed compared to the screaming woman. Yeah, what, 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 compared what to her? the woman who is literally like crumpling up into the water trying to just cry and die. And like, <laughs> But yeah. Yeah. So one of the other characters we meet at the beginning of the clip... Um, to me, looks like a ginger discount William Shatner. Did you he think does. that? He does. Yes, uh, he's kind of kind of muscly and a little bit older. Uh, mm -hmm. I think William Shatner would be more attractive at this exact moment of time, but I feel like William Shatner now, or or at least William Shatner from like the eighties and nineties. Does that make more sense? I'd say late. It's a late nineties Shatner. Yeah, late nineties Shatner. Yeah. 
But yeah, uh, and and is that that's the butler, right? I think that's the butler. Yeah, I or think maybe that's he's the butler. A, a cook. Of some he's the kind. one who keeps calling people baby and honey, and I'm like, I'm over. Well, I think that. isn't he calling <laughs> Miss Miss Rugal honey? Yeah, I think he calls her honey. It feeds uh, into my theory, and he calls the the dazed woman honey as well. Although maybe her name's actually Honey. I guess oh, we that is that. true. I did think that as well. Uh, she does seem like she has like the uh, disposition of a person named Honey, <laughs> in that she's sticky <laughs> and uh, and uh, disinfectant. I guess so. Those two things are part of her personality. Astringent. Sure. Is Honey sure. astringent? Honey's I, not astringent. Honey's sweet. I think. Maybe she's sweet. That could be a character trait that is normal think, and not like, to the true. physical qualities of honey. What a normal thing to say. Yep. John, th- this little shit, though, with his facts that we hear towards the end yes. of the clip, I uh-huh. think is my favorite character. Oh, yes. Uh, He's like that, nine years old. Yes. The kid is nine years old, uh, and he just knows everything about fucking shipwrecks, apparently. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Andrea Dora stayed afloat for 10 hours before she sank. Uh, and you did a wonderful job delivering that line. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, do you think the kid meant like from the time they left port or after they capsized? See, that's, that's kind of my concern is that when I hear 10 hours, that doesn't sound like a lot of time at all to me. Like, I understand yeah. that 10 hours is a long time. However, when you think about like, I'm pretty sure the Titanic, did they know that the Titanic was, like, sinking, sinking the moment that it hit the iceberg? Or was it, like, a few, when they realized that they were, like, six feet lower into the into the water, or maybe even, like, 20 feet lower into the water, that they were like, oh, this isn't stopping? <laughs> like, well, I bet, like, the captain and crew probably knew pretty quickly, but how quickly did the... Um... You know, all, all the all the people. Passengers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, at what point in time do you know, like, oh, this is an emergency? Is that like an hour? Is that like two hours? Maybe. Uh, like, I don't know how quickly it's flooding. Like, I I can't help but feel like ships don't flood consistently throughout the, the sinking process. Like, it's got to be mm-hmm. like slow at the beginning because there's a lot of air pressure. Right. And then as sure. things get blown out and as things like break the air has an easier way of getting out of the ship right and therefore might sink faster i think that's true but it also depends on how well the bulkheads are working and like closing off the different sections of the ship because if it's just one deck is flooding and you close all the bulkheads around that deck you can prevent it from sinking more at least slower slower probably at least Or or maybe at all i guess it depends on how bad the flooding is yeah or how yeah how tight the bulkheads are that's true. Um, we Speaking know more of, about this than I think we should, Paul. <laughs> like, well, m- much like that little kid, I've always wanted to, I guess, a ship die in a, in a boat wreck? Is that what he wants? Yeah, I don't know. Anytime I'm in a boat, Paul, I'm thinking about how much I don't want it to wreck. So <laughs> maybe maybe that's the thing, is my anxiety about how like little I want the boat to wreck mm. uh, is, you know, affects you know how much I know about shipwrecks, I guess. Could be. Yeah. Um, so you have a you have a note in here that just says, was she banging that cook? And I assume you're talking about, uh, Miss Rogel and the, yep. but, and the, and the character I named the butler, which is the redheaded, uh, gentleman. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, so what's your theory behind that? 
My theory is that she was banging that cook. <laughs> like, what What tipped you off on their obvious sexual tension that they had there? Well, um... They both used the hose sh- at the same time? <laughs> that's true, which is the most romantic way to use a hose. I mean, mm- yeah, I mean, mm- I feel like, written out, that statement sounds like it could be sexy. Like... I think you're right. The The big giveaway for me is that she's not wearing pants and she looks like she's just wearing a men's shirt. Oh, okay. So, like, maybe they were together and then and then the shit went down and now... I think so. I, I, I suspect that they were rocking so hard that they actually caused the ship to capsize. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Danger. Uh, so you also just have a bullet here called Vertical Air Shafts, uh, which... Uh, I mean, I also had a question about what the fuck a vertical air shaft is. Uh, what's interesting to me is if the air shaft was vertical when the ship was right side up, it's still going to be vertical now that they've capsized, I'm assuming completely. Yeah. So how how are they going to travel through a vertical air shaft? Like, can yeah. they all climb up it? What's the plan here? The other side of it is like the ceiling is down, right? Why right. would there be a shift, a shaft that they can access Fur- from the ceiling down. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Uh, uh in the sense that like what if there is at least a shaft that is going all the way to the bottom uh, the bottom decks. Uh Maybe it's like like a heating vent? Yeah, maybe. Or or for all I know, you need to have like, you know, like for like, you know, farts and stuff. You need to have uh some ventilation. Could be the fart vent. Yeah. Fart to man. get all those farts out of steerage. Yep. John, you, you have a note here about an interesting game I think we should play. Which okay. just says, who survives and who dies? Yes. I, I think we should take it in turns, okay. person by person. I think the kid dies, but he's very happy about it. <laughs> yeah, he's into it. Like, he's yeah. so here for this. Uh, yep. That plays into my theory a little bit. Uh, mm, okay. So, uh, I think that uh, Miss Rogel survives, uh, but I think she kills somebody. Uh in order to do so i hope it's the kid yeah probably the kid because the kid is trying to kill them is my theory (laughs) well okay i think the butler or the cook whoever that guy is does not survive ends up sacrificing himself yeah probably for miss rogel because of their because of their uh romantic entanglement um so there's the sailors which are just two characters that i could barely tell apart uh they're sort of like buff uh brunette dudes basically mm-hmm. uh and uh there's nothing about them that scream sailors it's just that they seem confident and buff so sailors i guess probably uh, true do you think they live i think they both die because nobody said their name and nobody gives a crap about them except for they just say stuff like vertical air vent <laughs> shaft yeah they might as well be wearing red shirts exactly uh i what? mean what is a sailor uniform in a sinking ship movie other than a red shirt like <laughs> It's basically true. Yeah. Right. So we've got a couple characters left. Uh, Logo is just another one of these sailor guys. But I since think, he's named, I think he's a like. Uh, what What are those called in a hotel when you go in and uh, concierge? Concierge. I, he seems concierge to me. Okay. I think he will survive because he knows his way around the ship. Yeah. He's also confident about these air pockets we keep hearing about. Uh, true. And uh, so there's the dazed woman uh, who is at the beginning. She's the one that gets up the staircase first. And she's the one who's confused about uh, how long the ship's, ship's going to sink. I think she dies uh, because because <laughs> uh, she's a loser. And that's 
That's what happens to people in these movies. Is uh, they Harsh die. but fair. Yep. Right, and then last we have older lady who... I think inexplicably is going to survive. I think she'll yeah. get stuck in the air shaft. But I she'll think, still be on the lifeboat at the end, and we won't really know how, but it'll I think, be fine. I think she has like a comedic survival, like an LL yeah. Cool J stabbing the shark sort of thing. Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like like she she is like inexplicably, inexplicably like the actual savior of this. Like, like she's the one who her like her her. I'm I'm not sure if she's wearing like a big puffy like skirt or something like that, but I'm imagining now she is, and then they use that mm-hmm. as like an inflation device or something. Yeah, I think so, John. And I think from there, we really need to get into what is this movie really about? Why don't you go first with your theory since you hinted at it already? So uh, for me, this movie is about a boy obsessed with sunken ships. Uh, He decides to sabotage the cruise ship that his parents took him on and vacation. Exactly. Uh, Just to experience it all firsthand. Uh, He's obviously sociopathic. So like, you know, he's just concerned about experiencing this, this beautiful thing that he's only ever read about in storybooks and newspapers. Um, Mm -hmm. He ends up not regretting anything. Uh, He now lives a, uh, as a vagrant orphan pirate on the ocean, taking whatever he wants from whoever he wants to survive. And that's, uh, that's sort of like the, the, uh, you know, post-credit scene that we see at the end. He grows up into a yep before chase. LL was Cool it? J comes and oh not LL Cool J what am I talking about uh yeah before LL Cool J comes actually that that'd be perfect uh he comes with his parrot and he's like hey man there's a better way to live and then that's how we get into the Poseidon Adventure two where LL Cool J and this kid become sociopathic uh vagrant pirates on the ocean so basically the prequel to Waterworld yep nice mm-hmm. I like that movie. Mine's a, a little bit different and a little more fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the story of Miss Rogel, who is a former movie star, like a beauty queen type. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's sort of seducing her way through the ship to get a better cabin. So she learns you can seduce the captain to get a better cabin. You can seduce the cook to get room service. Mm. But in the end, she learns you can't seduce Poseidon <laughs> to save the ship. She tries, doesn't work out, and uh, she makes it out in the end, though. Yeah, so this is really all just sort of like uh, a revenge, like like a Helen of Troy sort of situation where like Poseidon is mm-hmm. jealous of this of this woman's beauty. Uh, I think actually Poseidon was jealous of Helen of Troy or something like that. I forget. He's involved in that somewhere, uh, if I remember correctly. Or maybe that's the Aeneid. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway, uh, well, so let's can... get into recommendations. Yeah, Um, I think... I recommend the movie that you've described very strongly. <laughs> I I recommend the movie I've described a little bit. And the actual movie, I think, is probably okay. I really want to see what how they symbolize her trying to seduce Poseidon to prevent the flooding of the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to see that sort of like acid trip, that 70s like acid trip sort of thing. Uh yep. And uh, so, yes, for yours, definitely. I like mine as well, so yes. And in terms of just, like, this clip alone, really good practical effects. Like, lots of real water. Like, this is not CGI. Yeah, true. Yeah, so so I'm kind of I'm kind of into it just to be like, how do they do this? Like, what sort of crazy sets and stuff? I'm, I'm fairly certain that the reason I even know about this movie is because of, like, uh, reading about, like, the crazy sets and, and how they got the effects and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm into it. I, I definitely recommend it. I guarantee you it's on like Turner classic movies right now. Almost certainly. Yep. <laughs> Probably. 
I, I did read from your, your recommendation notes where you say good practical effects. I initially read that as good piratical effects, and that's really <laughs> in line with your yeah, proposed bo- movie. So. Both can be true, Paul. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Minute Podcast. If you liked what you heard, like, rate, and review. Tell a friend, subscribe, smash that like button. I don't know, whatever the smash kids are doing. Smash that like button. Just, just smash it. Very. We're doing our we're doing our usual promotion if you leave us a review on itunes and send us a screenshot of it i'll write you a jingle for whatever you want we've got a few of those out in the mix you may be hearing them popping up if you're into a bunch of other podcasts um maybe that's it you can reach out to us at the various social media platforms at minute pod or just find us in real life no we don't want you to do that (laughs) unless we know you in which case we encourage interaction please we're we're very lonely (laughs) (laughs) well okay this episode as always was hosted by us produced by us with the music by us come back next week when we're gonna ask you would you like to oh no uh nope uh mrs rogel (laughs) (laughs) oh mrs rogel who survives and who dies how about that yeah we're gonna ask you that oh yeah sure yeah (laughs) bye bye Holy crap, you made it to the end, we'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast.